0: hey welcome back to the we don't want to grow up podcast we are back
1: we don't want to grow up (laughs) hello everybody we hope you had a fantastic holiday season yeah we had a nice break
0: Good time off.
1: Good time off?
0: Yeah. It was like a week and a half or something.
1: It was longer than that.
0: I mean, like work-wise.
1: Oh. But podcast-wise, it was longer.
0: Yeah, podcast-wise, was it almost three weeks? Yeah. Yeah. Not that we needed a break from everybody.
1: (laughs) We missed you all so much. We missed listening to ourselves talk.
0: Yeah, it's amazing.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So, in our original intro we talk about how we created the podcast to like bring back the feeling of Toys R Us, you know, going down the aisles, you know, circling whatever we wanted in the J.C. Penney's catalog or right. the Sears wish book or the Toys R Us catalog, having a bowl of cereal while watching Saturday morning cartoons of course, and waiting by the radio to hit record when you hear your favorite song. Right. Or, you know, the song that you you want to capture so that you can listen to it anytime you want. So you're not
0: reliant on those DJs to play it for you. Infuriating.
1: (laughs) Exactly. So I think we've talked about most of those things, at least a little bit here and there. Yeah. But I feel like I want to know what little Pete would be waiting to record in the
0: 80s. How about medium Pete? I was medium Pete at that point. (laughs) If it was at the point when I was recording, I was probably medium Pete.
1: Okay, sorry. Medium Pete. (laughs) What would medium
0: Pete be waiting
1: to record on his boombox?
0: I think I'd have to start out with Pour Some Sugar on Me. I was so crazy about that song. Cause I've, I've talked about it before, but I really liked that song. Yeah. <laughs> I would sit around waiting for it to play on MTV. I don't know if I ever recorded it on VHS. I, don't, I oh, probably didn't I, think I of it.
1: I bet you did.
0: I don't know that I did. I, I don't know if I because was smart enough. Did you enough.
1: love this song because you love the song or because of video? No, I mean oh, the video, the video is as yeah. in concert, isn't it?
0: One of them is in concert. Yeah, I think there's two videos, but the one that was on all the time was the concert one.
1: What's the one with the the girls on the top of the car? Oh, she's my cherry pie. Is that it? Yeah,
0: that's a different group. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah, this one was a pretty. It was just a a concert video, so right. it was pretty tame.
1: Okay, that's It wasn't true.
0: like a Madonna video. <laughs> but yeah, so I would. I'm pretty sure I recorded that one uh, and followed closely in anticipation would have been wanted dead or alive by Bon Jovi.
1: Wanted.
0: Oh, yeah. I, I still love that song now. Yeah, I think it's classic. one of the only songs I've ever sung at karaoke is that song.
1: One of the only ones. I've heard you sing a couple others.
0: There's probably four. 3 Allison chain songs and, James. and this one. <laughs> okay. That's it. And how about Little Stacy? I'm sure you well, started little.
1: I did, but I had an older sister, so
0: well, I did too she was, just well no but mine she was always was, beating me up
1: I know but my sister was so much older than me that I was doing things that I might not have That's been doing point. yeah you know what I mean so I know that I've already talked about this on a previous episode but always by Atlantic star
0: oh yeah you love was that
1: song. one that I really associated with that but it's probably because we called the radio station requesting it so many times that they got annoyed with us um, the annoying
0: DJs were annoying yeah <laughs>
1: So, you know, there's that one. But then something that comes to mind first for me, I think would be, (laughs) I think, We're Alone Now (laughs) by Tiffany. That was like right around the time when I was, you know, starting to really appreciate music. okay. And that was a big hit at the time. So
0: that surprised me on one of your Instagram polls that you did. Uh It was Tiffany versus Debbie Gibson. Yeah. And I thought before I clicked that. I clicked on Debbie Gibson. I thought it was going to be like one of those 73-17s. Oh, no. To Debbie Gibson. Tiffany crushed her.
1: Well, I think it yeah. ended up being close.
0: Oh, it did? Yeah. She was crushing her when I clicked on it.
1: Yeah, but I mean, that's like the Christina and Brittany of, of the 80s.
0: I didn't know Tiffany at all. Just
1: the pop princesses. Yeah. I,
0: I just knew Madonna.
1: Yeah. well, that, that was she, but Madonna and Janet are on a different level, but they were the bubblegum pop princesses, you know? And I'm sure I eventually got like the tape, but I did have a pocket rocket.
0: Whoa. (laughs) (laughs) Please leave that in there. You had a pocket rocket at an early age, I guess. No.
1: Oh, my God.
0: (laughs) It's funny. Every time I looked and saw that on there, I read read it as pocket rocket.
1: (laughs) Pocket rocker. (laughs) So I'm sure if you grew up in the 80s, if you were a girl in the 80s, I would say. Right. I mean, not that you had to be a girl, but it was just it was geared towards little girls. Okay. Um
0: it was marketed towards girls probably. I it
1: was it. marketed towards girls. Yeah. But it was just like the little mini cassette player, but the cassettes were teeny tiny yeah. little mini ones. I don't know. They were the, very cute.
0: I don't know how I miss these. Is I wonder if that's what Soundwave is based on. Because he's got like the tiny tapes.
1: Maybe the tapes look a little different though. Because oh. the pocket rocker <laughs> tapes <laughs> Um, were a little more, like, they were shaped differently. Oh, they were? I'll have to show you what they
0: looked yeah, like. I didn't have one.
1: That's one thing that I've seen on eBay that I would really like to have. Oh, okay. I know for sure, like, I had the Tiffany one, and I had Belinda Carlisle. Heaven is a place on Earth. Huh. So, I mean, two great ones. Yeah. They were yeah. probably
0: out of my price range.
1: Stuff.
0: <laughs> so, in the new year, we're going to start out with an episode That's probably going to be a potential two or three parter. Yeah. Because it's way too much for one episode. Way too much. It is TGIF. It's Friday night.
1: ABC's TGIF was a block of primetime television that ran from 1989 to 2000.
0: Crazy that it ran to 2000.
1: I know. Well, there was just a point where Friday night as a teenager. Changed. That, yeah, it becomes different. Like you're more social. So it's like the kids that grew up with the early days of TGIF now like weren't staying home on a Friday night to right watch.
0: they aged out of it and they right. just kept it going
1: and i mean i'm sure there were just still new generations of kids because i know that there are some of them that we didn't watch as much but that were still huge shows right but yeah and they did a few comebacks later on of TGIF i have no idea what was on those oh like um, in
0: like the 2000s yes. and stuff oh, yeah wow.
1: but obviously this is the time frame we're focusing on because it's the one we watched that's right so you may think that it stands for, thank God it's Friday, but it actually meant, thank
0: goodness it's funny. No, 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 (laughs) no way. Is that is that how- Are
1: you serious? Yeah. (laughs) I just looked at him like, I don't know, like, why are you second guessing me?
0: Yeah. I mean, I'm not second guessing you. It's just ridiculous that that's not what it meant.
1: No, if you go back and watch the promos and stuff. Yeah. And even the the little like, what do they call them? Like the interstitials or whatever between- That the actors would go on and, pro, you know, talk about the next episode or whatever. They would say, thank goodness, it's funny. Really? Yeah.
0: I don't remember that part.
1: Yeah. Interesting, right? They had these little mice. Do you remember the mice? They would hold up the signs and it would mm. be like, thank goodness. And the other one would say, it's funny. Really? Yeah. I'll have to show you. Yeah. I'll post it on Instagram.
0: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so before TGIF, Mark Lynn Baker and Bronson Pinchot from Perfect Strangers would host the Friday night lineup. And that continued once TJF actually started, but they would share the duties with the cast members from other shows.
1: Right. Obviously, there are a ton of huge shows that were on TJF. You have Full House, Family Matters, Perfect Strangers, Just the Ten of Us.
0: That's one I don't remember that really? much. Yeah.
1: Uh, I love Just the Ten of Us. It had the little girl from Rags to Riches, which uh-huh. I was obsessed with, which yeah. I, I don't know if that's like one that's a little more obscure. If people love it, I need to put that out there and ask if other people watched yeah, it and I, loved it.
0: I definitely didn't know that.
1: I actually was going to put it up against Annie in a poll, yeah. and I was like, Annie's going to crush it.
0: Uh, it and I hilarious. love Annie as
1: well, but I like I almost can't choose because I loved Rags to Riches so much too.
0: It would have been funny if it was like a hundred to zero <laughs> to Annie. Oh,
1: <laughs> I know <laughs> it would have the one vote for me. Just yeah. as a, as yeah. a, let me throw you a bone. <laughs> Yeah, actually, Just the Ten of Us was a spinoff of Growing Pains.
0: Oh, was it really?
1: Yeah, the dad was a character on Growing Pains. And right now, I can't remember. He was a coach, I think.
0: Oh, that's, yeah, that's starting to ring a little bit of a bell. I remember some kind of coach.
1: If you saw the one, I think her name was Jamie. She was pretty, you know, she was like in some of the magazines and stuff like that. She was really pretty. Yeah. Like redhead.
0: Well, whenever we rewatch it, I'll yeah see if I remember anything.
1: But then there's Step by Step, mm-hmm. Dinosaurs, Not the Mama, <laughs> Boy Meets World, Hanging with Mr. Cooper, which I feel like that was on Saturday mornings for a while, too, because I remember, Yeah. I guess I could have watched it on TJF, but for some reason, maybe it was in a syndication. And then uh, Sister, Sister and Sabrina the Teenage Witch.
0: I don't remember Sabrina. I mean, I remember the name Sabrina the Teenage Witch.
1: And you, oh, I don't Melissa recall John the show. Burton?
0: Yeah, I know who was in it. I oh. just don't remember watching it.
1: Yeah, that was when, that was later. That was okay. when we were, I mean, I think I was maybe in high school. Well, wait, it ran till 2000. So high school into college. So it's not yeah. like we were sitting home on a Friday night and you were older than me. So yeah. or you I are. still am you older. You are older than me. <laughs> i surpassed, you know. <laughs> and then there were a lot more, but those are kind of the main ones that stick out in everybody's memories. Yeah. So for this first one, we decided to go with two that we both watched a lot of. Yeah. Full House and Perfect Strangers. Feel like we should start out with Full House since that's the first one that we rewatched. Let's do it. <laughs> To predictability. So, Full House, it man, was on for eight paperboard. seasons from 1987 to 1995. The premise, Danny Tanner's wife had passed away a few months before, and we kind of see when the show opens, his mom is now leaving because she's been there helping him with his three daughters. Right. And now his brother-in-law, Jesse, who was his wife's brother, and his best friend, Joey, show up, they're going to move in with him, help, help him raise the girls, and it sticks. It works out. And so the whole series is just my, that, three my dads. family, my three <laughs> dads, yeah, basically. So we got Bob Saget as Danny Tanner, John Samos as Jesse Katsopoulos, Katsopoulos, Katsopoulos.
0: Jesse Katsopoulos.
1: <laughs> yeah, Katsopoulos. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Who I I did not remember that he was so into Elvis.
1: That's so funny that you don't remember that because it's such a huge part of his character.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I remember now. I had just yeah. forgotten that he was so big into it.
1: You have Dave Coulier as Joey Gladstone, Candace Cameron, now Candace Cameron Beer as DJ Tanner, Donna Jo, Jody Sweeten as Stephanie Tanner.
0: Who was very reminiscent of my sister, Mandy.
1: Yes, you had mentioned that in a previous episode. Yeah. I could see it. I mean, not that I knew Mandy when she was little, but- it makes sense.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Just as annoying.
1: No, Stephanie is the cutest. <laughs> Mary-Kate and Ashley Olsen as Michelle Tanner. Something funny that I didn't realize was that production didn't want people to know that they were twins originally. Really? So they were credited as Mary-Kate Ashley Olsen. Yeah, I and they were, that. there was no and. And I always wondered why they did that. But anyway, when they got older, I guess that... They had started to look different enough that they thought it would be obvious. Yeah. On camera. Okay. So they were going to, I think Mary Kate was going to take over.
0: Like full time? Yes. Oh.
1: But they had such a huge fan base and they found out and they all like wrote in. Yeah. (laughs) And so they changed their minds and let both of them do it. Really? So Mary Kate would play the more comedic scenes while Ashley played the serious ones. Oh, okay. Just to kind of like fit their personalities. So you have Lori Laughlin as Rebecca Donaldson Katsopoulos. She was Danny's co-host. That's how she came into the show. Yeah. And also interesting. She was only hired for a six episode arc in season two to just have like a little romance with Jesse. Yeah. But then I guess they, they liked their chemistry or whatever the way it was going. And
0: the rest is history.
1: The rest is history. So there's Andrea Barber. Which actually, I'm not sure if that's how it's pronounced, if it may be like Andrea or something. Let's go, Andrea. As Kimmy Gibbler. Scott Winger as Steve Hale. He came in season six and seven and then came back for the finale at the end of season eight. Yeah. DJ's boyfriend. And then Blake and Dylan Toomey Wilhoyt as Nick and Alex Katsopoulos. They were born in season five, the characters, but Blake and Dylan didn't start until season six. So they were different babies.
0: I wondered if they'd switched them out.
1: Yeah. Just some fun facts. All right. Even though the show was set in San Francisco, it was filmed at Warner Brothers Studios in Burbank. Hmm. I've been there, actually.
0: Is that where you toured? Yes. Or did you?
1: Yeah, we we went on a tour. Okay. And it's funny because I read that Friends used their set after they moved out. And at the Warner Brothers set, they had the whole Friends... Set like still the same, like Central Park. Okay. Was set up exactly. When you there? Yes. So we got to sit on the couch yeah. and take pictures and stuff. That's it was fun. pretty fun. Yeah. It was just kind of in a room because I'm sure they're using the set for something different now. But right. so aside from just a few shots in the opening credits, the only episode that was filmed in San Fran. San Francisco, excuse (laughs) me, was the first episode of season eight, "Comet's Big Adventure."
0: Oh, remember that we watched that
1: where he's like all around town. Yeah, yeah, but they did also film places like Hawaii and Disney World. Yeah. For some fun episodes.
0: Well, you didn't
1: didn't like the Disney (laughs) one. I liked it because I lived in Orlando for 12 years and it was just fun to see everything.
0: I get that it would be fun to see Disney at that point, but I'm just saying content wise, not my favorite episode (laughs) or set of episodes.
1: (laughs) That's where he felt like they jumped the shark.
0: I did feel like, well, (laughs) no, because there was good episodes after that. I just did not like that episode or those episodes.
1: But you did say, and I quote, this is where they jumped the shark. (laughs) So, have you ever been to San Francisco? Oh, you've been to San Francisco. I
0: have. What I, did you
1: do in San Francisco?
0: I went and hung out uh, with some family. I was actually out there for like a work trip. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> I was with my uncle and I don't know what happened, but it's the least I've ever eaten <laughs> in a two-day span, maybe ever. So, that man- It's like
1: a fast.
0: Yes. It was a good 48-hour fast. Now, eventually, we did eat. <laughs> We went down the PCH and went to a pretty sweet restaurant. Yeah. And it's actually where a lady told me, don't call it San Fran.
1: Right. So he corrects me if I say that. Yeah,
0: I got shamed. So I shame you now. <laughs> <laughs> my uncle shame. talked my ear off and didn't feed me.
1: He was so excited you were there. He couldn't stop talking.
0: He was. We were supposed to go out the first night. We had big plans to go out, but we just hung out and talked until like 4 a.m. And
1: he's like... A cool uncle, like is. man about town kind of person. Yeah,
0: I'm sure the plans that we had, they sounded awesome. Yeah. And I'm sure they would have been great. We just, we missed the time window. <laughs> so we didn't get to do it. I them.
1: remember getting texts from you and you were just like, oh my God, like I have not eaten. Yeah. I was like, you just, just tell him. But he's so polite. He wouldn't tell him.
0: I couldn't interrupt him. <laughs> he had so much to tell me. I couldn't interrupt him. <laughs> he
1: just couldn't get a word in. <laughs>
0: But then after that, so the, the work trip was a pretty, it's not like it was work. It right. was like, hey, you use this set of products. It's a, it's actually a Cisco Meraki product. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're going to bring our, our best customers out here. I got to go for my company and they took us on like a, a wine tour, but we ended up at, I can't remember what's actually called. By that point, I'd had a lot of wine, <laughs> which I don't ever drink wine, <laughs> yeah. but we went to where they bottle Shandone. Yes. And- we just got obliterated on Shandone, <laughs> so I don't remember much after we got to whatever that thing is called, <laughs> a champagnery. <laughs> but it was delicious, and it's hard for me to drink other champagnes at this point. Not that that's like the most expensive champagne or anything right, like that, yeah. but boy, like some rosé from Shandone is tasty. It we'll is, give it that.
1: It is tasty. <laughs> that's fun. It
0: was fun. You were out there before, though, weren't you?
1: Yes, I was out there. I was out there for a concert. Well, I I was living in L.A. I lived in L.A. briefly. And this was just a trip up to San Francisco to go to a concert. Actually, I think the concert was in Oakland, but it's all close. And my friend slash roommate's cousin lived in San Francisco. So we stayed with her, which was a lot of fun. I mean, it's a great city. Aside from the cable cars going by in the middle of the night and shaking the whole house. (laughs) (laughs) That <laughs> was crazy. I
0: didn't experience that. Well,
1: you were in a hotel. Yeah. But this was, I was like on a main street.
0: Oh, I saw the cable car. That was it.
1: Yeah. Actually, where I was kind of looked like the full house house. Did it? Not on the inside. It was like split up into apartments. Oh. But like the front of it looked like that. It's pretty sweet. Yeah. But I was there to go see Sync. As you do. <laughs> as you do. As I did. And... It was funny because it was the middle of July and it was just so cold, which was weird because it was July.
0: It was cold in July there.
1: Yeah, which there's Mm. a Mark Twain quote about this is not exact, but something about the coldest winter he ever spent was San Francisco in July (laughs) (laughs) or San Francisco in the summer or something like that, which was true. It was like we were wearing jackets and stuff. It was crazy. And the weird thing was like a couple days later, we went to Vegas also for a concert and it was so hot that people were passing out
0: in Vegas. Yeah. Oh wow.
1: Crazy hot.
0: What was the temp there? Do you remember?
1: I cannot remember.
0: That'd be bacon. hot.
1: I feel like it was over a (laughs) hundred. Okay. And it was an outdoor concert because they were doing a stadium tour. Okay. And there were people there that were, they were there early for the, um, they did like a sound check kind of thing as opposed to a meet and greet where you could go to their sound check and they, you'd like ask questions and stuff like that. Yeah. And, people were dropping like flies. That's crazy. I know. So then that night when the concert actually happened, then it dropped down really cold. <laughs> the way the air is, it just, yeah. I don't know. It was, it was crazy. That is crazy. But back to San Francisco really quickly. Yeah. I had this moment. It was like a Carrie Bradshaw moment, Sex and the City, right? I was in Ghirardelli Square and-
0: Is that based off like the chocolate? Is it the same? Yeah. It's oh.
1: the, the, There's a chocolate shop there.
0: Chocolatier?
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, and we were in this, I don't know, just this little outdoor area where they had, remember, I don't know if they still do it, where they have like posters that are lined up in a box that you flip through.
0: Like in Walmart.
1: Yeah. Like, or the record store. That's where I remember doing it.
0: I would always do it in Walmart.
1: All right. So I'm there looking through some stuff. I look up across the way and it is the guy that I was in love with in high school.
0: All the way across the country.
1: It it was him. A hundred percent, I knew it was him. Right. But <laughs> at this point, I hadn't talked to him since then. Right. And things kind of didn't end great. Like he was dating one of my friends. It's a long story. But yeah. anyway, um, so I pulled a Carrie Bradshaw and- took off running (laughs) very dramatically. Were you there by yourself? No, my friend Kimberly was with me. And I I just remember being like, oh, my God. Like, I just grabbed her and took off. And she, of course, is like, what's going on? What's wrong? You know? And then once I'm like safely around a corner, I'm like, oh, my God.
0: You'll never believe me.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And I don't know why. I don't know why I ran away. It was so silly. But I think I was just so thrown off. Yeah. The, at seeing him on the opposite corner of the country. <laughs> Insane. Yeah.
0: It's like in America, you almost couldn't be any further away unless you were in like right. Miami.
1: Right. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And what's funny is it was confirmed to me that it was him years later because he did end up contacting me uh when i lived in florida and i found out that he was living in san francisco at that time
0: did you tell him that you road runnered away from him
1: yes <laughs> No, did. you did yeah he was just like why that <laughs> was crazy that's what i always think about when i think of san francisco because it's yeah. just like what are the odds
0: yeah that that's pretty random
1: Yeah, I used to think that that meant something magical, like a serendipitous moment. Mm -hmm. I no longer think that. (laughs)
0: But it was... At the time. Yeah, at the
1: time. (laughs) Anyway... So some other interesting things that I've found in researching for the show that I never knew was that Jesse's original first name was Adam. Mm. Isn't that weird? Uncle Adam. And he just didn't like the sound of it. So yeah. he, he pitched Jesse and they went with it. Nice. And then his last name was Cochrane originally. Okay. And then it changed in season two because he wanted to keep with his Greek heritage. So to have So
0: in season us. one, it was actually Jesse Cochran? Yes. I wonder and if I, they just never said his name. No,
1: I think they said it wasn't in an episode that we watched. Mm-hmm. Obviously, we didn't have time to binge at all. We did our, yeah. our usual <laughs> first and last episode. And actually, well, we were admit. enjoying it a lot. So yeah. we, we ended up watching a lot of in-between episodes,
0: too. And like two-parters.
1: Yeah, we would do the two-parters. Yeah. There are a lot of two-parters on TGIF.
0: There, there at are least a lot of them. At least
1: in Full House and Perfect Strangers.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
1: But apparently, there was an episode where they address it because he thought that it sounded like more rock and roll or something. I don't know. (laughs) Um, The dog that played Comet was actually the same dog that played Buddy in the film Air Bud.
0: That is wild,
1: isn't that? He's famous.
0: That's a famous. dog. I mean, he was
1: already already famous, but
0: well, which was first? This was first, right? Yeah,
1: (laughs) he's probably not with us anymore.
0: Probably not. not uh, yeah, probably not.
1: Well, I think, yeah, because on the reboot... Oh, that's they right. They like Comet Junior Jr. Comet Junior Jr. <laughs> you actually told me this and yeah. then I read about it later. Why don't you tell him about it?
0: Yeah. Uncle Jesse, John Stamos, did not like the twins at first. So funny. And if what I... Listen to can be believed. They actually switched them out or attempted to switch the twins out because he was complaining so much. And then whoever they brought in just did not work and they brought them back.
1: Yeah. What they said was that in the auditions, they were the Mm. only babies that didn't cry.
0: Yeah. That's how they got it.
1: And then once they were on set, all they did was cry.
0: Yeah. And well, I think it was hard to get them to pay attention too, which I mean, they're kids. Well, they were babies. Yeah, I know. So, like I don't know what he expected. Like, well, these are not thuspians.
1: It's so <laughs> it's so funny to think about because he seemed to have such a strong connection with them more than anybody. He did. And so it's just weird to think of him not liking yeah. them. Also, Bob and Dave have been friends since 1979. They, they met doing stand up. And then when Dave moved to LA, he actually crashed on Bob's couch until he, like he got on his feet. Yeah. And he was an usher in his wedding. Oh, really? I thought that was pretty interesting. That's fun. And then we were talking about this, too, how the yeah. kids' moms would complain to Bob Saget about about how he wouldn't watch his language around the kids. Yeah. And we watched the uh, bloopers reel on YouTube. And Dave was pretty bad, too. But yep. I'm sure they didn't show us all of what Bob would do. You told me one story of what Bob did, and I don't even want you to yeah. tell about it. Yeah. But.
0: That's pretty famous. to little so, like, I knew that about him before now. He's been on Howard Stern quite a bit, yeah, and you know, he would bring that up on there. And
1: I knew that he was like that, but for some reason, I didn't think he was like that back then. I mm-hmm. don't know why. It was probably just my little rose colored glasses, you know, right? Just imagining him,
0: he's a good it's actor, so
1: opposite as Jamie yeah. Tanner, yeah, he's obviously a very good actor. And
0: America's Funniest Home Videos, yeah, man. he was like Mr. America there uh-huh. for a while, clean cut,
1: yeah, <laughs> he's anything but clean cut, yeah. Something else I didn't know, Dave Kulia sold his Mr. Woodchuck puppet to Toys R Us.
0: Oh, did he really?
1: Yeah. So (laughs) I guess he made him. Once the show was canceled, he was working on like a kid's show or something revolving Mm. around him. But I I guess I don't know if that ever got off the ground. I never saw anything about it. I didn't either. Yeah. You, I think, read more into what happened with the cancellation, right?
0: They were planning on another season. Then I believe it was DJ or Uh, Candace Cameron, that didn't want to continue. And so that kind of had a domino effect where everybody decided they weren't going to do it again.
1: Okay. Well, I saw something about how like when they were filming the finale, I believe that they found out in rehearsals of filming the finale that they were canceled. They had no idea.
0: Oh, I didn't know about that.
1: And- then they did, you know, they had to film and they hadn't written that episode, you know, with the thought of it being
0: the last one, the
1: last one. Right. So it's kind of I mean, I think it's like a pretty rounded out story, I guess.
0: Because yeah, it's the two parter where Michelle loses, loses her memory. Her memory.
1: Yeah. yeah. And like Steve shows up to take DJ to the prom. Yeah. It, it's definitely not a good a goodbye.
0: Yeah. It wasn't the send off it deserved.
1: Right. Because, you know, they would have made it. A lot more emotional and all yeah. of that. You did get a lot of flashbacks of Michelle because of her losing her memory. Yeah. But it wasn't like the whole cast and it should have been the whole cast. Yeah. Get it, getting those moments, you know, recognized or whatever. But so they found out right before, you know, they were filming. And so then they did do the one last curtain call. And I guess people were, you know, pretty emotional yeah. with that. Right. I can't imagine it just being sprung on you like that.
0: Yeah, that would suck. When
1: you've been, I mean, especially like... Those girls grew up on that show. Yeah, and, you absolutely. Know, they were all super tight.
0: Like Jody Sweeten was like four or five when that yeah, thing started. Kind of sad. Yeah.
1: What's funny is that we were talking about when we would watch it. Yeah. Because obviously it was on TJF, so we'd watch it on Friday nights. But I remember watching it after dinner during the week.
0: Yeah, like I, before I have the a other shows would come too. on. Yeah.
1: So to me, when we started rewatching it, I had that like comforting, cozy feeling of like after the sun had gone down, but before I would go to bed, you know, Uh like before the other, like the main shows would come on at eight, that show would just always be on. Yeah, It's like that and Saved by the Bell. Like those were (laughs) the shows that, that were in syndication that I just always had on. Yeah. So it was in syndication by 91, which is early on.
0: Yeah. That's when, what was its run?
1: I think it ended in 95.
0: Okay. I mean that makes sense. If people were hungry for the show, you get it out there. I mean that does make sense. So yeah. you get rerun episodes during the week, and right? Because it new would episode. be like
1: on. It was either like NBC. It was on one of the other main uh-huh.
0: channels. It's an ABC, right? It's an well, ABC it was
1: on show. ABC, but it was on like it was on a different channel. Like
0: oh, that's right. I forget what that other one.
1: But was. then it was also on like TBS and mm. TNT and those. So after you know it was canceled. Most of the cast has reunited at different times over mm. the years. There was Bob Saget's final episode of America's Funniest Home Videos. Everybody showed up aside from.
0: Oh, they didn't show up on that either? Yeah.
1: Oh. The 25th anniversary of Full House.
0: When would that have been? Was mm. it the.
1: Don't ask me to do math right now. Sorry. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think it started in like, what did I say? 86. So
0: 2011.
1: 87 is when it started.
0: 2012 then.
1: Yeah. And then they were also on Jimmy Fallon. Okay. I think there was at one point that all of them were. And then one time that it was the three guys were on. And then in 2015 came the show's Netflix spinoff Fuller House. And I didn't know this, but John Stamos has ownership in the stake of the show. So he was always pushing for something else, like pushing for a movie. So he's a producer on Fuller House.
0: And it was funny to remember watching Fuller House the first time. Yeah, because I did not enjoy it,
1: I didn't either. It was it felt super cheesy. Yeah, and even though I was really excited to see everybody again, same here. It just we we never made it past the first episode.
0: We didn't, but it was good to go back and rewatch the original. Yes, and then we actually rolled right into Fuller House, and it didn't and bother it was, us. It didn't bother it was us. Great. It was actually fun. Yeah, you know, I, it's still not like I want to watch all the new characters. To be honest with you, I don't. I, I didn't gain an attachment to the new characters yet but we only watched a few episodes but it wasn't it wasn't off-putting it was actually funny
1: i feel like we still only watched the first one
0: Uh, yeah well we played a few of them i think i thought we played like two or three of them
1: Uh, i don't think so but that's
0: okay agree to disagree
1: you're wrong (laughs) but that's okay (laughs) (laughs) how dare you (laughs) but yeah that's definitely the way to do it because the cheesiness didn't
0: bother us so much well yeah it's like we'd gotten used to like laugh tracks and
1: right. the delivery well, of that's the show. It. It's like, we don't watch shows like that anymore, really. Right. So, right. because I had talked about that in a previous episode, how trying to rewatch Friends and the laugh track really bothered me.
0: Yeah.
1: You know, rewatching this, it just felt normal. So, it's pretty cool. And it actually aired for five seasons. Like, it just wrapped up this past summer.
0: So, did it, it ended its run this yes. summer?
1: Okay. Yeah. But, I mean, that's a lot. It is. They've I feel like it's like seasons. 24
0: That's, episodes on it's there pretty or impressive. Like each season. Yeah.
1: And all of the original cast have appeared on Fuller House aside from Mary, Kate and Ashley, who never showed up for any of the reunions, like I said. But what you said about what you read about Dave.
0: Yeah. Dave was it. kind of defending them, saying for everybody other than those two, they have really vivid, good memories of mm-hmm. the show. Yeah. You know, whereas for those two a big section of it they were just babies you know and so they don't really remember there's parts of it i'm sure that they do remember but that they just weren't it's not as nostalgic for them yeah. to think about and do the show as it is for everybody else that's what dave said
1: but it was funny in the first episode where there somebody's like stephanie comes in and she's like where's my little sister and yeah. and I think Danny's like, oh, she was too busy running her fashion empire in New York. And they all turn and look at the camera for like a long time. (laughs) (laughs) Just like that was a good like breaking the fourth wall moment.
0: I don't know why one of them couldn't have just showed up for the first episode. And
1: I guess that they had also talked to their younger sister.
0: Yeah, Elizabeth Olson. Elizabeth Olsen. Yeah, yeah, about having, because I mean, she does resemble him. She quite, does, yeah. She could have pulled it off. But they, I mean, they were doing all this stuff on Twitter, how nobody ever asked him and stuff. And then.
1: Oh, I really? And then John know they
0: Stamos was like, I called bull crap on that. And that's when Dave, I think, weighed in after that.
1: Yeah. So. It was so fun. And, it, and when you watch it back, it's so nostalgic and it yeah. feels, it's just so so feel good. And you just want all of them to still love each other and be close. And
0: they could have been on there for five minutes. Of
1: yeah. Just time. one appearance. Right. Make the trip to LA, you yeah. know, that,
0: which you probably do all the time. Anyway, exactly. Anyways, I don't want to, I don't want to <laughs> bag on them. It was just a little annoying.
1: Something else I learned is that there's actually a book series based on the show. That really? was geared towards kids, so it was mostly about Stephanie and Michelle. Hmm. And there's a Russian adaptation of the show oh that's called The Topsy-Turvy House. Wow. I just imagine a Russian version of Michelle, like the episode where there's a Greek version of Michelle. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> I just
1: imagine this like little girl with this, like long, dark hair. I if I could why. get that
0: with like subtitles or overdubbed, I'd love to check that
1: out. I know. And then there was the unauthorized Full House story that aired on Lifetime in
0: 2015. I've considered watching it, but then I'm like, I don't want you selling my memories of the show. Yeah. Because that's all it was there to do, I think.
1: I don't want to know. The if, bad
0: stuff. If there was any,
1: you know, arguing or yeah. whatever.
0: Because, it, it, yeah, that I don't think that unauthorized documentary or whatever it is, mockumentary, was was there for anything except negativity. Uh. So I don't know that I want to consume it. Yeah. But.
1: So, favorite moments, you're up.
0: I'll put this as a favorite. It's an annoying favorite. (laughs) But the Michelle, Michelle Smiling song.
1: Michelle Smiling.
0: Nothing gets stuck in my head more than that. Song.
1: I think I was singing it in my head for like three days after we watched that episode. Yeah,
0: I I can't get it out of my head (laughs) right now. So I I can't list anything else other than that as my first one.
1: And that's Jesse sings it to her because she's sad because Howie Howie. left her friend Howie. Howie, she's so sad. It's Rebecca's nephew. Yeah. When she comes back in a later season, and it's a different kid.
0: It is a different kid. Well, we think it's a different kid. I never went and looked at the actors' names. It's definitely a different kid. It looked a lot different. The
1: first kid's blonde, and he's brunette.
0: Well, I was blonde.
1: Me too. But I, it, my hair didn't change when I was four. <laughs> it changed when I was like eight. See, nine. that's how
0: they should have brought her back with her husband, Howie, who oh. could have been like some supermodel or something like that. Or, Howie. Yeah. Uh, number two for me, another thing that I loved hate is mistaken identity. <laughs> he or
1: hates that plot line. That
0: trope, that, that plot line where somebody either... Gets blamed for something that they didn't do, or and that's the the case here. It's a good example. Somebody getting blamed for something that they didn't do is to me really annoying, but I like that episode.
1: It's like a boyfriend walking in on a girlfriend. It looks like she's making out with somebody, and it's like, it's not what it looks like.
0: Yeah. And then he doesn't give her any time to explain and storms off where 30 seconds of conversation would have solved the situation. Exactly. But DJ gets in trouble. They think she's like crushing beers with the boys in the hall, but <laughs> they just like crush a beer and like throw it on her.
1: <laughs> yeah, and she's holding the beer and she's like mocking them and showing yeah. them how stupid they sound. They're like, oh,
0: this beer's so great. I love it. As her dad walks they're in. They're like
1: 13 in the halls of their school. Drinking a beer. there's like a dance going on. They're drinking beers. Yeah. yeah. And Jesse walks out and hears her and just immediately jumps to conclusions, which I admit that it is kind of a... Compromising position.
0: It is, but how about, hey kid, what's going on? Yeah. But you know, then we don't have the rest of the episode.
1: Exactly. We don't get that moment, the teaching moment at the end with the music playing over Oh it.
0: yes. We all sit together and learn a lesson. You see, DJ, I was wrong.
1: Because the saxophone plays <laughs> in the background.
0: <laughs> Which they would do all the time. I'd completely forgotten about it. Yep. Uh last one for me jesse and becky's wedding which i had to steal from you because you did it was on my list but i I do love that episode i love jesse deciding to go skydiving right before his wedding he gets hung up in a tree he gets arrested because he attacks the tomato truck guy tries to steal his truck he
1: like falls in the tomatoes and gets the all over him
0: and so but they do end up getting married it's a fun episode and and i enjoyed it
1: and that's when we first hear forever forever hear that song many times over the next, what, I don't know five seasons. I can't remember what season they got married. I think it was three.
0: Is that the song Jesse plays on (laughs) Fuller House? Yes. When they're in the living room? Yes. Yes, I thought so.
1: Also, we get the music video where oh. he's like laying in a bed. It's Oh my white, gosh, I
0: forgot about that. Being all
1: sexy, but then it's about his babies. Yes,
0: it's really <laughs> and, weird. And there's no
1: Rebecca, but, but it's awesome. just him and the babies.
0: I would recommend going and watching it on YouTube just to reconsume that video because I'd forgotten all about it. But it, it, it was hilarious. It's a treasure.
1: But also, I mean, John Stamos is a good looking dude. So yeah. it's like you're appreciating. I mean, as a person attracted to men, like he's you're appreciating how good looking he is but then it's weird because yeah. he's rolling around in a bed
0: with his baby with
1: his shirt off and then <laughs> you see his little twin babies <laughs> so strange
0: honorable mention for me will go to that episode when they had snow in the backyard uncle yes. jesse brings in the snow to give becky a midwest christmas
1: yeah she's from nebraska and yeah. she's like pretty much the whole episode it's just sad that she's not getting she a not white getting Christmas. Snow, yeah
0: So that was a fun one.
1: Uh, Yeah. And then they all go out and play in the back, which it's also funny because it's like a huge party and all the guests are like on the porch except for the cast. Nobody's
0: (laughs) allowed to touch the snow except for the cast. (laughs) If you're named cast, come out on the snow. Everybody else stand there. And watch. Your set dressing. (laughs) All right. How about yours?
1: So my faves, I got to go with the Beach Boys episode, which there are a lot of Beach Boys episodes. There are. But the original Beach Boys episode, they're in the living room. Breaking out into Kokomo. Yeah. And who didn't love Kokomo? Right.
0: It's a great song.
1: (laughs) And then at the end of that episode, they like invite them to go to the concert and they're all on stage. During a real concert. During a real concert. Yeah. And they're showing the crowd, which is nothing is better than an 80s concert crowd.
0: Yeah. And I mean, Stephanie is rocking out. She is feeling being up on stage. Yeah. And it was just amazing to me to think about like being a kid that age or seeing my siblings at that age and how they would have acted in front of- Tens of
1: thousands tens of people. Tens of thousands
0: of people. And it wouldn't have been how Jody Sweetened it.
1: Yeah. She's, <laughs> she's just a natural though. She
0: was a natural or is a natural.
1: So since you took the wedding episode from yes. me, I'll go with when they have the babies. Okay. Um, because I just love that it's Michelle's birthday party and it's a Flintstones theme. And they're all dressed up like the Flintstones. Yeah. And then Becky goes into labor. And so, Jesse is at the hospital wearing a Fred Flintstone costume. <laughs> and I think Danny was Dino.
0: He was, yeah, in a big purple Dino costume.
1: And he wasn't wearing pants. So, they had to get in <laughs> the hospital gown. And then Jesse uh, has appendicitis. And so, he has oh, to go right. have his appendix out yeah. while she's in labor. It's this whole thing. But then they have their little twins. And Jesse's, like, wheeled back in the room, all, like, drugged up. <laughs> yeah. (laughs) It's a good
0: episode. It's a good one.
1: And then I had to use this one. It's probably not like the best episode ever on the show, but the Tommy Page episode. Okay. I don't know. I think maybe a lot of people only know of Tommy Page because he was on Full House, but I knew of him. And I mean, if you're a New Kids fan and you were following them at that time in the 80s, Tommy Page was opening for New Kids and he had a song that was called I'll Be Your Everything.
0: Does he sing that on the show?
1: No. He sings a song oh, that's called right. Stephanie. He, he
0: wrote the Stephanie song. That's yes. Right. Yeah.
1: Well, and the song was actually for his girlfriend, but he changed the name <laughs> to Stephanie for her. But it was just really fun because I had seen him open for new kids. And so that was probably one of the first times I... You know, just experience that like, I've seen him yeah, and he now he's on my TV. I think what I loved about it as a kid was that what happened for Stephanie there was like what every girl dreamed about yeah. happening to them in real life, which is the person that you have their poster on your bedroom wall shows up at your house on your birthday
0: to sing you a song. To
1: sing you a song. About you. And he like kissed her on the cheek and yeah. signed her autograph, love Tommy. And so then she thought that it meant he was in love with her and she's like 10 or something. Yeah. Then the worst thing that could happen to Stephanie is that Tommy goes out with DJ and DJ thinks it's a date. Well, I mean, it it pretty much was a a date and he kissed her at the end of the date. And Stephanie saw it and was devastated. Yeah. But then DJ finds out because Tommy tells Jesse that he has a girlfriend. Yep. So then they're both broken hearted.
0: They are just breaking hearts left and right. (laughs) Tommy Page. (laughs)
1: but you know i i hate for him that he didn't really blow up beyond that
0: yeah i'd never heard of him i mean i probably saw him on the show but thought he was an actor
1: right kind of like stacy q yeah you were like is she real is she a real person <laughs> is that
0: a real person
1: and she's saying two of hearts two hearts to beat as one yeah. you don't know it Mm-mm. i need you i need you say so, sorry <laughs> sorry let her rip All right. And then an honorable mention, only because I think this would probably be on my list if we had actually rewatched it. Because I remember it from my childhood. Mm -hmm. Is the Christmas episode where they're going to Colorado, I think, for a family reunion for Christmas. And Becky's there because she's going to Nebraska, but they get snowed in at the airport. And so they're stuck there. And, like, Stephanie's freaking out because she thinks Santa's not going to be able to find her. Oh, yeah. It's this whole thing. And, of course, they make the best of it. But... We didn't have time to rewatch it, so...
0: Okay. Well, maybe we'll go back and rewatch that one, too.
1: Yeah. Maybe next year at Christmas, we'll just watch all of the best...
0: TGIF Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. That's it for Full House.
1: That's it. For
0: now, anyways. Have dun, mercy. Dun, dun, dun. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I'd forgotten about that, too. Thankfully.
1: <laughs> it annoyed you?
0: It did annoy me Aww. a little bit. It's fine. I got used to it.
1: You got it, dude. What <laughs> about Cut It Out?
0: I like that. I like You Got It, Dude, and then... uh
1: Wow,
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right, so next up, Perfect Strangers. Yes. yes. Sometimes the world looks perfect. That ran from 86 to 93, eight seasons. Oh,
1: Also eight seasons.
0: Eight seasons, but like truncated first and second. It actually came on mid-season. Yes. This first, season.
1: They would do that on TGAF. They would yeah. kind of rotate when they were on and then which one was on first. Yep. I was noticing that because I was just looking at their schedule every okay. the years. It was interesting.
0: So eight seasons for that one in total. It's about the relationship between Larry and Balky. Yes. Balky is Larry's very distant cousin um, who came from the made-up island of Mipos.
1: <laughs> it's uh, Mediterranean. It's, it's like Not Greece, but it's...
0: It's supposed to be one of the Grecian Isles, but they didn't want to offend anybody directly. Yes. So they wanted to have it be a made-up island. Right. Um, He comes to Chicago to live with him, and hilarity ensues. Uh, He shows up there and is expecting to live with him because he's, quote-unquote, family. Uh Uh-huh. And, of course, Larry's not really excited about it initially, but he gives in and helps Balky get acclimated to life in America. And we watched the two grow closer and closer through the years. They're the best of friends. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's actually, it was a really fun show to go and rewatch. It was. It was actually really good.
1: You know, we, I knew that I liked Perfect Strangers, right? Yeah. But it's not like I really thought about it super fondly. It's not like yeah. I was like, oh, I can't wait to watch that. But I was like, well, we need to cover it.
0: Yeah. I was like, well, I watched I mean, it back then. Know, Let's watch it you now. You know,
1: Balky and.
0: Well, of course I do. Don't be ridiculous.
1: <laughs> like, I know there was a reason why people loved it. But rewatching it was, yeah, you you totally see why.
0: Yeah, why it was such it. a hit. It was huge, and you know, we we came across this info that Lucille Ball really was a fan of the show.
1: And yeah, because it, it is kind of like it's I it's love like, Lucy. I love
0: Lucy. It's a real physical, funny comedy. Yeah, which uh, we, we watched a, a video podcast that had Bronson Pinchot on there and uh, Marklin Baker where they were talking about how difficult it is to do physical comedy and how you don't really get that anymore. And no, I don't know if that's the don't... case or not. I don't watch a lot of sitcoms, but
1: I mean, I don't either, but I don't think that it it's to that level. Yeah. Because every episode they were doing the craziest stuff.
0: Yeah, it was great.
1: In front of a live audience.
0: Right. So okay, we have like we mentioned Bronson Pinchot, Balky Bartokamus.
1: Yeah, Bartokamus.
0: <laughs> Mark Lynn baker played Larry Appleton Yeah, Melanie Wilson played Jennifer Lyons, later Jennifer Appleton. Uh, Rebecca Arthur played Marianne Spencer, later Marianne Bartokamus.
1: <laughs> I made you say Bartokamus twice.
0: <laughs> yes. And Sam Anderson played Sam Gorpley, who worked in the office, right? He was- Yeah, there. he was
1: the boss that- he yeah. was the one that you saw the most of. He did. Like, and he just was always irritated by them.
0: Yes, he was. I feel like he was the guy from Elf, but he just looks like the guy from Elf and was not the guy from Elf.
1: <laughs> <laughs> At first I thought you said elf and then I realized it was alf. Alf. <laughs> not elf.
0: Sorry. <laughs> What's funny is we first started watching it and Larry mentioned how he's 24 and we're just like, "Wow." Well, we were
1: talking about it because the like the opening scene, he's leaving his family, the opening credits. He's yeah. leaving his family and driving to Chicago and it's like like a college kid leaving, yeah. you know, leaving the nest or something.
0: We're like this guy's been rode hard this and put guy's up guy's Like
1: forty eight, right? Yeah. Like he
0: looks really old for a twenty, a early twenty year old,
1: right? We, I mean, no offense to Marklin Baker, but no. he just, but I, I realized too that the eighties is a different <laughs> time, and so
0: people, people did look older for some they reason did,
1: and I feel like he looks like he's older than us now. Yeah, right? We're in our forties,
0: but he was in his uh mid thirties at that. Point.
1: Okay, I so mean, it, we were right, it makes sense. I mean. It does. He is he is fresh faced. I think he just look, has that older look about it, him.
0: He does, and it, it's funny. Like he looks younger in the second season. Yeah, than he did in the first. Like season. Because he had a haircut. He did, and like he got like a tan. Like he just looked different than yeah. he did in the first season. But uh, we both thought that was pretty funny. Yeah. <laughs> so, Family Matters, another TJF show, actually was a spinoff of this show.
1: I forgot about that too. We saw it. We're like, is that Harriet?
0: Yeah. Uh, out comes this elevator operator out of the Chicago Chronicle where Larry works and Balky eventually works. Yeah. It's uh, the actress, Joe Marie Peyton France, who played, like you mentioned, Harriet Winslow from Family Matters and was hilarious on there. Yeah. So she's on there through seasons three and four and... Carl Winslow, Reginald VelJohnson Johnson, also makes some appearances, yeah. and then they started their, their spin-off well, show. they
1: move into their building.
0: But once Family Matters aired, they no longer made appearances on there, and they had planned some crossovers, and I think they filmed a pilot where Balky and Larry were on there, but they never actually appeared on the show. I,
1: yeah. Which they I, should
0: have, but- I
1: know, it would have been fun, but yeah. I guess they did at least mention that she had gotten fired from- Being the operator, but then promoted to a higher position. I can't remember what the position was. So they do at least mention it on Family Matters.
0: That'll be fun to go whenever we rewatch Family Matters. That'll be fun. And the inspiration for the show actually came from the 84 Summer Olympics.
1: Oh, that was interesting.
0: Yeah. Where there is a a sense of renewed patriotism in America. It was in L.A. It was. Yeah. Yeah. But a comedy show about an immigrant in America was, it was initially rejected by all of the three major networks at the time, uh, but was eventually picked up. Uh, And thankfully so, because it was a really good show.
1: Yes. Well, it was picked up really because Bronson Pinchot was attached to it. Oh, is that why? That's what they were kind of pushing. Oh, okay. Because he was
0: on. Oh, he was in Beverly Hills Cop, wasn't he? Yep. So that's what got the show actually over the hump?
1: Yep. Then he couldn't do it.
0: Oh that's right cuz he was on uh Sarah wasn't he?
1: Yeah with Gina Davis.
0: Okay and that got canceled or something. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So luckily it got canceled cuz otherwise I don't know if it would have ever left the ground.
0: Yeah honestly and also the show was on air 3 weeks after the first scene was shot, like that's how quickly they had to turn so the show around.
1: So then they had to hire somebody because didn't they hire somebody else first?
0: Well, the initial pilot was Louis Anderson in place yeah. of Larry. Right. And yeah, I, I don't know from a timeline standpoint when they shot that pilot, because I know they were trying to get the show on air for a while.
1: Mm-hmm. But
0: eventually they, they came back to uh, Marklin Baker because just because of the chemistry right. between him and Bronson, which I mean, you could tell. They work, yeah. They work so well together.
1: Well, what I loved was in that interview that we watched, that I think was from maybe twenty seventeen or twenty eighteen, which whenever Perfect Strangers and a lot of the TJF shows came on Hulu. Yep. And um, it was a great interview. But they were talking about that instant chemistry that they had and how they could just basically read each other's minds. Yeah. And right away, he's like, "Oh, we're going to do this bit, but it only works if you don't look at me when we do it." Yeah. And he's like, "Got it." And they just did it without even thinking, and it just kind of worked that way the whole rest of the time that they were on the air.
0: Yeah. All right. So take us through your favorite moments of the show.
1: Okay. Number one, it just has to be any time they did the dance of joy. Now we are so happy we do the dance of joy. Hey! 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 They just had, like we said, the best chemistry and. You know, they came up with that dance on their own.
0: He said it took them like six minutes.
1: (laughs) Right. And who knew that that would be something they were saying that, you know, in front of their live audience, that that would be something that people would ask them to do. Yeah, if they hadn't done it on the show. Like after they had filmed it. And so they would always do it. And everybody loved it. And that's kind of how they ended it, too, in the show. uh, The final curtain call. Mm -hmm. You know, they did the dance of joy. Just makes you feel good. You can't help but smile when you
0: watch it. Yeah, it's a lot of fun.
1: Number two... I think would be the ski trip episode. There was just a lot that I loved about it. Just even the beginning parts when, you know, Larry is teaching Balky how to ski, even though Larry's not a good skier either. right. But still, they're going through the whole process of like, you know, putting on your boots and learning how to get your boots in your skis and then the stepping over and just different things. But they can't even get past that because their skis get all locked up. And, and they're then they're
0: doing that like leaning, leaning thing.
1: It's so good. <laughs> it was hilarious. And it reminded me of before we were going to go. I was going to go skiing for the first time. Yeah. And Pete was trying to <laughs> teach me some of the, the tricks of the trade <laughs> and just how. Weird it was to do it when you've never done it. Just putting on ski boots and trying to walk in them is ridiculous. Heel
0: toe, heel toe, I hate it. Yeah,
1: sorry, sorry, ski fans. (laughs) I hate skiing. Skiing.
0: (laughs) You got the basic gist of it. You just skip the skiing and go to the bar.
1: Exactly.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Like I'm cutting out the middleman here.
1: (laughs) Oh, except I should have pretended to snowboard so I could have at least worn some decent boots. <laughs>
0: That's a good point.
1: Well, I, what I should have done is just brought a different pair of boots to change into to walk around the freaking resort.
0: Yeah, they're not comfortable for sure.
1: And then you had to, had to go down these like steep stairs, and you have to go like sideways. It was <laughs> terrible. Oh my gosh! Man. And even at the bar, one of the bars we were at, you had to go down these steep stairs to go to the bathroom too. Yeah, I think
0: they're well. They're generally metal <laughs> to get the snow off the bottom of your boots and and not ice up.
1: I was just like, how many stairs are in this place? <laughs> we were on I like had the fourth to make level. you go with me so that I wouldn't go tumbling down the stairs, <laughs> and that was after several drinks. Yeah. Oh my gosh! But anyway, so once they get there, like Larry makes this plan because they're going with the girls, and at this point is really trying to impress
0: Jennifer. As he does.
1: Yes. And so, he lies because he doesn't want to just tell her, like, I hate skiing or I'm not good at it. Yeah. And Balky, you know, gives him a hard time because he doesn't want him to lie because Balky has a, has a heart of gold. Does. and He's just a wonderful human being. But you know, Bougie doesn't blow him up about it or anything. He just goes along with it. But Larry has this plan that he's going to fake an accident
0: on his first run injury
1: on his first run. So that then he can just relax at the cabin and have more quality time with Jennifer. Well, he goes off, uh, off piste. What would you call it? That's what you call it? Off piste.
0: Yeah. I I would say
1: off the run. Yeah. Right.
0: That's what that means. But yeah.
1: Okay. (laughs) Shred the gnar.
0: Shred the gnar. Uh,
1: Is that a ski term or a snowboard term?
0: I think it's a snowboard term, but I have a ski buddy who uses it. But he's a lot better than me, so that might be why he uses it. I don't (laughs) know. But then my snowboard buddies give him a little bit of crap for it. So I'm not sure.
1: I just think about... (laughs) So Pete went on this trip to Toronto to go skiing. Yeah. (laughs) uh, this is early in our relationship, and there was a girl there, and I wasn't that excited about it. But
0: uh, at one point, she was totally respectful. She never hit on me or anything.
1: Yeah, she just took those fake engagement photos with you.
0: It was such oh. a great alley. You Quote have unquote. to, you had to take photos in there. So we, I was like McNair, take an engagement photo. <laughs> <laughs> it was in, it was impossible not to take a photo like that in there. It was it was probably built on Instagram or Pinterest and then replicated in Toronto.
1: I'm getting heated just thinking about this right now. And then the fact that the choice was made to post it, he didn't post it, but his buddy did. Our buddy did.
0: Listen, the photo and then came out. Tagged the
1: minute, and then Pete gets a call from his dad, and he's like, "Who's that girl?" And I'm like,
0: "Exactly."
1: <laughs> I didn't want people to even see that and then think that he was with someone else. Like, oh, my God.
0: Oh, I'm sorry.
1: Oh, the days of being insecure in a relationship. That's right. Very secure now. But anyway, there's this point in time where Pete is skiing by himself and he's passing someone and he has a GoPro on and he's had a few beverages, I believe. Bad.
0: (laughs) I wasn't by myself. I was just way in front of all the snowboarders because oh, okay. it was a big flat section. Yeah. And when you hit a flat section, that's when you don't want to be a snowboarder.
1: Right. <laughs> so Pete's just like trucking along on a flat section. On
0: pickaxing is what
1: yes, he's doing. Yes. He's pickaxing, <laughs> a.k.a. trucking along next to this dude that he doesn't know. And I'm blowing
0: right by him, too.
1: Blowing by him. And he just looks at him. You see, you know, from his perspective, he's looking at the guy and he just goes, I'm crushing you, bro.
0: <laughs> I'm crushing you, bro. And he's like, "You." he's got a full face mask on and goggles. And you can see the surprise in this guy's face that I would dare say something like this to him. And
1: then you hear Pete laugh at himself. <laughs> I wish he could find that so that we can, I can play a clip it. of it.
0: Well, We'll see if I could find it. If on the episode, you hear a clip of it right now. i you, dude. <laughs> Editor's note, we had that wrong. It was dude, not pro. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, goodness. So,
1: anyway, they end up, though, uh, he goes, you know, off the run and is flying and flailing and all of that. He fakes his injury. He's not actually injured. And, of course, Balky just picks up skiing right away. Yes. Like, it's he's, you know, always been doing it. And the girls are good skiers. They go to this, like, abandoned cabin. Well, it's not really abandoned because there's things in it. but no, just nobody's like a mountain there. cabin there. And so, they go in there because... I guess just to get warm. I don't know what their plans were, if they were going to take off again, but then all of a sudden an avalanche happens. Yeah, they get
0: hit with an avalanche
1: and they go. I guess Larry's going to check on things yeah. and then he leaves. And then at one point you hear him. You do hear his voice or he knocks.
0: No. Uh, well, I think you, yeah, you hear something at the door.
1: And Balky goes and opens the door, and it's just snow from you know
0: the wall of snow, a
1: wall of snow. And then Larry is like a cartoon character, yeah,
0: just a, it's just his just eyes embedded are
1: moving. in the snow. <laughs> it's hilarious. <laughs> so they're trapped, and then it's a whole thing where they're trying to dig out, and they think that the cave has collapsed on Balky at yeah. one point. They think he dies. It, it
0: started to get emotional for a it second. It
1: did. But- well, you hear how Larry really feels about Balky, yep. and talks about just how he makes him a better person, and all this. And then Balky's on the roof
0: he, he dug out they get free great yeah. episode that was a fantastic that was a really ride. fun episode yeah.
1: and then of course just the weddings yeah they're both happen at different times but they both have like fun wedding stories and they wear these amazing poofy bridal gowns and bridesmaid dresses in each other's weddings i'll have to share some pictures of that because that was amazing the girl's hair it was on point i mean 80s. And then you see when the style has changed when it's into the 90s because yeah. the hair is more flat and more straight. Well, at least on Jennifer. I think right. I feel like Marianne always had big hair. but And then they both end up being pregnant at the same time. And that's also a lot of fun. It's kind of how they wrap the show up. Also, in season seven, they move out of the apartment. They actually kind of think they live in two different apartments beforehand. And then... Once Jennifer and Larry get married, they move into this big Victorian, a
0: nice, house. beautiful
1: home, you know, historical, just gorgeous. And then they immediately realize that they can't afford it.
0: Well, Larry was playing a game that he was trying to trick her into saying that she wanted it, but they couldn't afford it. So he was going to back out. But then Balky pipes in and is like, you guys, you have to, you have to get this house. You have to get it. So they get it. And they need Balky to move in to help them pay for it.
1: Yeah. So Balky and Miriam move in. Yeah. Um, so it's just like one big happy family. It was. And I feel like it just, they kind of left it where here they are with babies and they're both married and living in this house. And balky's like, and we don't plan to move out for years and years and years. <laughs> so I guess those are my faves.
0: No honorable mentions?
1: Well, there was one fun one where... They're at a cabin for like a work retreat mm-hmm. and the bo- their boss is there with them too. And they're planning, like they were planning to be in the cabin, like away from everybody else so they could have alone time with the girls or whatever. Really, Larry's planning it. balk is just like, what? So we could play games? Like yeah. he's just so innocent. But they hear on the radio that there's a serial killer on the loose <laughs> and he, the serial killer just happens to show up he right outside up, yeah. the window. He's escaped from prison. You basically just see that he's been caught. They've, they've captured him. And the police are there and they are questioning everyone and you just get these different stories from Larry and from their boss.
0: Yeah, you get, like, Gorpley's story first, yes. and then they go through everybody's version of it.
1: It's pretty fun because, of course, yeah. they paint it out like they're the...
0: They're the hero. They're the
1: hero. And then they you also see, like, how they envision the other people. So, like, with Gorpley, the, the girls walk in, and they have huge boobs. Yeah, like, <laughs> it's like balloons. Crazy huge. <laughs> and then they're both, like, you know, all over him, and he's the hero and all of that. And, like, he, he makes, like, Larry and Balky sound really dumb. Yeah. And, it's just funny. And then Larry, of course.
0: Larry gets him with karate, which was, I mean, yes. really cracking me up. Yeah. It was really funny oh, yeah. when you he were karate's laughing that guy. Loud. Yeah. Which he actually tries in Belky's story. Yeah, but and, and,
1: and fails. Yeah. Right. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and Balky, like, hits him in the head with a pan. <laughs>
1: right. Of course, yeah, at the end of the day, Balky saves saves the day, but he yeah. doesn't step in to tell the real story. Like, the police officer is like, is there anyone who's going to tell me what actually happened? Yeah. And the girls both say, Balky. <laughs> and then we see what actually happened. Yeah. That was a fun episode. All right. Give them to me.
0: All right. For me, I love the roller skating episode.
1: Yeah, that was fun, too.
0: You've got another instance of Larry... Once again, lying about his ability to do something and mm-hmm. Balky trying to convince him to not lie about it. But it's like a roller skating thing for charity. And there's this dude that Jennifer works with who is a super good roller skater, also like very good looking. And yeah, so
1: he's a big threat. He's totally. a big threat.
0: So it's really funny, like their whole skating and how terrible Larry is at it. But at the end, they're like, oh, and we'll give a $10,000 donation if somebody can jump uh, the most barrels on your roller skates as you do, I guess. Yeah. (laughs) So, of course, the guy that uh, Larry's worried about jumps all four barrels and, you know saves the day you know they're getting all the money for the charity and they're about to leave and larry's like no i'll do it too so there's this huge like really slow build up i wish they were playing like chariots of fire because yeah. that's what it feels like but larry circles around and he they're goes like i have the tiger yeah i <laughs> have the tiger something like that he goes to jump the barrels and of course clips his toes just face plants the barrels roll all the way like <laughs> over to the wall and he's left in shame but you know it was really funny And then there's another one where Larry is a writer at this point for the Chicago Tribune, I think. Or Chicago something.
1: Chicago Chronicle. Chronicle, sorry.
0: But he has to write this article about a dog show. He ends up writing two articles. One, to be funny, Mm -hmm. you know, where he's pretty scathing and making fun of people and stuff. Mm -hmm. Then he's got a serious article. And, of course, they get mixed up on his desk. And Balky, at this point, is running the mailroom or parts of the mailroom. He's delivering the mail. And Balky delivers the wrong article to the publisher and so they they have to break in so it's pretty funny watching them break in and then they have to hide from the security guard like 50 stories up out on like a ledge <laughs> they get stuck out there the guy like locks the security guard relocks the window not knowing they're out there but then like one of their coworkers comes over and he's about to commit suicide and they help you know and they save the days so then there's the men who knew too much which is actually a two-parter mm-hmm. where larry's going out of town on an assignment
1: uh, oh, yeah, to cover, that was
0: good. To cover that wedding, uh-huh. and then they accidentally witness a murder or a near murder, which turns into a murder, and they get blamed for it. So it's the whole thing where they, they have this videotape from Balky. Balky has like a camcorder, one of those shoulder mount camcorders, and so they have to keep this tape and get the evidence to the police and it's it's pretty fun. They're like rolling around in a car and it feels you know, like Miami
1: Vice or something. It did.
0: It was pretty funny. And then we watched uh some bloopers oh, on so YouTube. Good. It was really funny.
1: What I love is like they would get so cracked up. Yeah. And then, you know, Mark and Bronson would like hug each other every time because they would just be laughing so hard every time they messed up. Yeah. You could just see their chemistry even more than just as regular people.
0: Yeah. Like it really comes out in there like how how good Friends, they were. Mm. You know how good of friends they they. Didn't they you tell
1: are. me about how one time they crashed? One of them was yeah. shaking the other, and
0: yeah, Belky Bel- Bel- was shaking Larry, and shook him so hard he shook Larry's head into his mouth. <sighs> the Bronson broke a tooth, and Mark had to get stitches. That's how. That's how bad. Oh he my hit gosh! Him. But j- they just kept going. Um, <laughs> yeah, and then we watched the interview. The Hulu interview. And then mm-hmm. I've actually watched a couple other things that they were on, and they still have really good chemistry together. Uh, and you can see like the friendship come, that comes through, and it's it's fun to watch. I wish they would do a reunion on that one. It I didn't sound too. like they would, but.
1: Yeah, it didn't sound like it. There you go. It was really fun to watch that.
0: It was. I, that's one I can really say go back and, and rewatch it. Like, it's easy now if you have Hulu, like, go check it out. It like, yeah. was a lot of fun.
1: It was great. All right. I guess we're at the point of the episode where. We need to talk about some toys, some
0: toys.
1: Sometimes it might not be toys. Sometimes it might be just some kind of nostalgic stuff. Stiff.
0: It becomes a stuff section. Stuff.
1: <laughs> I chose for mine. It was actually not one that I've recollected. It's one of the only things that I still have.
0: Mm, that's right. From
1: my childhood. It's inspired by the Tommy Page episode. And <laughs> the reason why I chose him being that he opened for new kids. It's my Jordan Knight doll. And I don't think he has shoes on. (laughs) I definitely cut off his rat tail.
0: You did cut off his rat tail?
1: Yes. Cause he came with like his long braided rat tail. And I hated it back then. And so I just chopped it off.
0: I wonder when those came into style. I wonder who the first person to do that was that was like cool.
1: Yeah, I can't remember.
0: I'll have to go look. Probably like
1: Richard Grieco or something.
0: It probably is.
1: (laughs) Um, But anyway, I, I didn't have all the dolls. I just had Jordan. He was my favorite. At the time. And it's really ironic because later on in life, he broke my heart.
0: He straight was a DA to you in person, wasn't he?
1: Yeah. Sorry if you listen to this, Jordan.
0: Well, listen, he did it. It's not your fault.
1: Should I tell that story real quick? If you want to, yeah. I just listen. You know, I love new kids when they first came out as a young child. And even like when they broke up. And through high school, like a friend of mine and I would like secretly still watch their videos and listen to their music. Like we just still loved them. And I guess seemed silly then, but it would be like, I mean, I'd still listen to NSYNC now and don't think anything of it, you know, but in my 20s, new kids reunited and it was the most exciting thing ever that I was going to get to go see them in concert as an adult. Right. Because I did. I was fortunate enough to go see them twice as a kid, but to get to go see them as an adult was just a different experience. And yeah. I was really looking forward to it. And they had these VIP experiences. And as an adult, you know, I had the money to do it. Mm-hmm. Of course. I never would have been able to do it back then if it was $500, you know, or however much it was. It, I mean, it was a lot of money because you paid for not only getting to get there early and, you know, meet them and take a picture with them. But then you also were guaranteed like within the first 10 rows, I think, oh, nice. something yeah. like that. The first time, was it the first time? Oh, well, that's not even what I'm talking about.
0: <laughs> sorry. You let us down this windy road into a...
1: I did. I'm so sorry. Well, wrong way. So when Jordan came out with his solo stuff, Give It To You was a big one. We saw him open for Sync, which was great because it was like the best of both worlds for me. Um, And that was when I was like 18, 19, something like that. Anyway, a couple years later, he did. He was touring and he was touring with Jeff Timmons from 98 Degrees. Okay, my friend Kimberly, who was my roommate in L.A., Mm -hmm. was visiting me in Orlando And when she lived in L.A., she was a PA or a music video director. Yeah. So she got to meet a lot of people and do a lot of cool things. One of those things was a video that 98 Degrees was on. And so she met Jeff. And so, you know, we wondered if he would remember her. It had been a couple of years. Mm -hmm. They were touring together solo. We made our way to backstage just where we could, like, get eyes on Jeff Jeff remembered. He actually even remembered meeting me, which oh, I was wow. surprised about. But he like was so excited and wanted us to hang out backstage and like yeah. he was getting ready to go on and just told us to come over on the side stage. It was like That's awesome. You know. That
0: was Jeff Timmons?
1: Yes. You probably don't even know who he is, do you? I don't.
0: Yeah, sorry. <laughs> it's okay.
1: Uh he was the other like big buff one in 98 degrees.
0: Blondish?
1: Uh, no, he's more brunette. Oh, okay. Like light, light brown. Were you going to look him up? He had the tats. I mean, because there was Nick and then Drew, his brother, who was smaller. And then Justin, who had like bleach blonde
0: oh, okay, hair, yeah. but he
1: wasn't like ripped. Like
0: I gotcha. I know who this guy is. Yeah.
1: Okay. So anyway, we're like standing side stage watching Jeff perform. Our friends are like down, you know, in front of the stage. And all of a sudden, Jordan freaking night- who I've loved since I was probably nine years old or something, Yeah, walks up and stands next to me and is watching the show. And I just kind of, I see Kimberly look first. And she wasn't a big New Kids fan, but, but she knew how much I loved him. And so she just looks at me with big eyes. And I just kind of slightly look up and it's him. And of course, I'm trying to keep it cool. You know, I'm not going to freak out or anything, even though I wanted to. <laughs> and Kimberly is like, ask him for a picture. And I was like, no. You know, it was that whole, I was just freaking out. And finally, she asks him for me if we can take a picture. And he's just like, looks at me and, and, and I looked cute too, by the way.
0: Yes, absolutely.
1: (laughs) But he was just like, uh, no, nah. Nah. And And I'm just like, heart sank. And she's just like, but just, it'll just be real quick. She's loved you for so long. And he's just like. I don't want to take away from Jeff. And I don't want, you know, if the camera flash goes off and people look over here. And he just seemed real annoyed. Yeah. And she she kept trying, you know, to just, like, just you just make her day, you know. And I just felt so stupid at this point. And yeah. finally, I just, like, waved my hands at him. And I was like, never mind. And I left the backstage. <laughs>
0: Did you really? Just
1: so dramatic.
0: Oh, my gosh. That I is mean, dramatic. I
1: didn't, like, storm out. I just left. but I, And I went and joined my friends and tried not to cry. Oh. Because... I thought I was going to marry him. (laughs) Good thing I didn't. He's so much older than me, too. But you dodged a bullet. I guess he's like ten years older than me, or something.
0: You think about what he would have been like in real life. He's doing something like that too. I know. Well, I wasn't.
1: I wasn't gonna. Wasn't screaming. I wasn't carrying on. It was just going to be a very quick photo, and it wasn't. We were back enough that nobody would have been able to see him anyway. He
0: just didn't want to take a picture.
1: Yeah, it was very annoying, and it broke my heart. He's my least
0: favorite. New Kid. New Kid. <laughs> he
1: couldn't remember which group he was in. Anyway, then, then years later when New Kids reunited, we did the meet and greet thing twice. And I I think, no, I didn't stand by him. Did I stand by him? I don't think I did. I feel like I stood by Joe once and by Donnie once. And I was just like, bye, Jordan. And I mean, it blows my mind that I ever would have even thought to not stand by Jordan.
0: Yeah. I'm surprised you didn't bring his doll Throw it down in front of him and stomp on it. That's what I would have done.
1: (laughs) And just be like, remember when you wouldn't
0: take a picture with me? I don't want to take one with you either. Bye.
1: So even though he broke my heart, I'm sharing this doll with his cut off rat tail, and I also have a giant Jordan button. Do you ever see those? It's like a you know like the normal size buttons that you pin on.
0: I don't like buttons.
1: What is it with you? You, uh, you don't like stickers? You don't mm. like buttons?
0: Don't like stickers or buttons.
1: Why don't you like buttons? That's stickers. I thought it was because you don't like that
0: yeah, texture. I, just, right. I don't like the texture of stickers. I just think buttons are stupid.
1: Okay. Well.
0: Sorry. I don't, I don't think you're stupid. You didn't invent buttons. <laughs> Should have seen the look on her face right there. Like, well.
1: <laughs> I have so many buttons. No, but I have- Just not have a button guy. This one giant button that's like the size of my face. That has mm. a picture of Jordan on it that I've had since I was like in the fifth grade or something.
0: You know what I just thought about? What sidebar to your button? What I would do with buttons is I would take the pins. Would you ever do that thing where you would take the pin <laughs> and put it under the, the top layer of your skin yes. and just like leave it there yep. hanging? Absolutely. Yeah, that's, that's what you would think, do. That's what I. That's the only thing you I would, would use just
1: buttons
0: be like, for. Button fingers. Yeah, the button fingers just. I haven't done that in a long time. I
1: would do that. And I would also purposefully put glue on my finger so that I could peel it off, like let it dry. And
0: oh, yeah. I don't off. like that. Oh, yeah. yeah you yeah. probably wouldn't. Yeah. Not for me.
1: So tell them about your exciting thing Oh, my gosh.
0: This is something for me that it never broke my heart. <laughs> it only ever gave me the best nostalgic feelings ever so uh, there's a, a photo that's on our instagram or will be if it's not already on it's there it's there yeah there's a photo of, of young me very excitedly opening a christmas gift it is the b-wing from return of the jedi and if you don't know what the b-wing is go look it up it's got the big spaceship head on it and it's a it's spaceship body rotates all the way around it and it's got uh, retractable wings. And it was one of the toys I was most excited to get. That, and like I got a a G.I. Joe SR-71 another time that I was super excited about as well. But this one was my favorite. And then Christmas rolls around in 2020. And I've got a really big box under the tree that I noticed was for me. And I was like, (laughs) what is in that box?
1: I saved it for last.
0: She did save it for last. She made me wait. And I was totally and absolutely shocked when it was an original, new in the box, from 1983, the B-Wing once again. It is amazing. I did good. You did so good. She even let me take it out of the box. Spoiler alert, I'm not going to resell this thing. And I was talking with my buddy McNair. We might play with it the next time we get to hang out because it's coming out of the box and we are going to fly it around the house. It's incredible and I love it so much. It was the perfect gift ever.
1: Because they don't want to grow up. (laughs) I'm glad you loved it. All right, so I guess we're going to wrap this up, but I just wanted to say that It's been really cool how over the holidays, we've kind of been growing on our Instagram and a lot of people have been reaching out and sending DMs or commenting and just saying how much it's been making them happy, seeing all the nostalgia. Um, If you don't already follow us over there, it's uh, at We Don't Want to Grow Up pod. We've also been doing some really fun polls in the stories of favorite musicians, TV shows, movies, celebrity couples, you name it. You can vote. And I've gotten a lot of great feedback on that. And in fact, (laughs) I just have to say that my first poll I did, I think it was the first one maybe the second one but there was one where it was I put a lot of like sitcoms against each other and Full House was one I believe I put it up against Boy Meets World and Mr. Dave Coulier himself
0: Dave Coulier
1: voted (laughs) and voted for all of the other ones too
0: it was so awesome to see that it was so
1: exciting I, I I saw it and I had to immediately go check and make sure that that was actually him and it was um also Sherry Johnson From Punky Brewster, Punky's friend. She voted on on all of the polls too.
0: Did she vote for Punky Brewster?
1: Uh, Yes, she did. did. (laughs) (laughs) And um, also Wilson Cruz, who played Ricky on My So-Called Life, voted. Ah. And that made my day because he's just one of my favorite characters of all time. So that was a lot of fun. Anyway, I just had to share because it just made me so excited.
0: We also had one other interaction, but I think we'll save that for another episode.
1: (gasps) That's right. It's in the highlights on the page it if you is. want to go look.
0: Yeah, go check it out. Because <laughs> I also got really excited.
1: <laughs> he did. He his level of excitement probably far surpassed mine. Didn't. Just it was- I
0: was really excited about Dave Coulier too.
1: Just go uh, ahead and tell him.
0: All right. So we put up a photo of me opening uh, a Luke Skywalker action figure from my fifth, fifth. birthday. Yep. I've got a big grin on my face. I've got the Luke Skywalker action figure. And Stacey shows me the phone and shows me that Mark Hamill had liked the photo. And I was Luke just like, Skywalker. Luke Skywalker just liked the photo of me holding Luke Skywalker. <laughs> <laughs> and what was crazy
1: is we saw it about two minutes before the Buffalo Bills won yeah. their game, their yeah. game from this weekend. Um, So in the playoffs, and that was a big deal, too. Yes, it was. For Pete. So he just he had a grand day.
0: It was very, very fun. What's funny is I posted
1: that several weeks ago whenever the Mandalorian season finale was. Yeah. For A specific reason, and he, he was just now getting around to seeing it. I did, I had tagged him in it, yeah. But when I saw that, I was like, oh, I'm just glad I didn't miss it because no, sometimes when a lot of people have liked something, you don't necessarily see yeah. every name, you know. But he's
0: probably listening, so Mark, thank you very much.
1: <laughs> Your new best friend, Mark, it's my
0: new super best friend, Mark. <laughs> I can't wait to talk to you, and we'll hang out, and I mean, we'll make s'mores or something, it's cool. <laughs> <S'more>. <laughs> I like s'mores. <laughs>
1: s'mores are great. So anyway, uh, you can follow us there. You can email us at we don't want to grow up pod at Gmail. If you have any pictures of yourself from your childhood or your teen years that you'd like us to share like on our page, we would give you credit for it. Yeah, of course. Feel free to send them. I've already had some people sending me stuff. Or You could DM us on Instagram. Also, we have a Facebook group. It's just called We Don't Want to Grow Up! Exclamation point. Right now, it's mostly just People that we know, which is great. Which is great. Yes. Yeah. But we'd love to just build a real community and have people starting conversations and sharing their own content. I'm in a lot of different communities of, you know, people who just all love a podcast yeah. or a TV show and, or, you know, nostalgia. And it's just really cool to see how we've just kind of become this big internet family. And I have a dream of having the same thing, you know, around this podcast so yeah
0: same here i like nothing i think would be more fun than to be able to regularly talk with people about this same kind of stuff because we obviously love it so if you love it come holler at us
1: yeah that about does it that does it see you next time
0: later